Hi there, my name is Miriam, and I'm the host of the motivational Miriam Talks podcast. By day, I work as a quantitative analyst for a financial institution. For the longest, I've always enjoyed uplifting people, especially when they were down. I decided to create this podcast so that I can inspire and motivate people to live their life to the fullest without any regrets. Every week, I talk about subjects that will either teach you something or motivate you to do something. Welcome to my podcast. It is a pleasure to have you here. This is episode one. So today I wanted to talk to you a little bit more about what it was like growing up in Africa. Uh, so for those who don't know, Africa is a country in West Africa. It's a very beautiful country. If you haven't been there, you have to go. In my country, we have like uh, beautiful beaches. The food is amazing. Oh my God. If you haven't been there, I suggest you to go there. And if you do go there, please try Ateke. Ateke looks like couscous, but it's made from yam. It's so good. Like for real. I grew up in a modest family. And I was lucky to have good parents who taught me the most important values in life. Until this day, I still carry those values. As a little girl, I still remember how after school, I would come home. And the first thing I would do would be to work on my homework. I know. You may not believe that, but you can ask my parents. Well, actually, you can't. But let's just assume that you can ask them, right? Looking back to that time, I'm very thankful because we didn't have much access to technology as a kid and it really helped us to connect with other kids in the neighborhoods i remember like after i was done with my homeworks i would go out and play i still remember how every week i would come home with a new injury my parents used to tell me as a girl i wasn't supposed to have this many injuries but i didn't really care you know like as a little girl you don't really understand why a boy can have injury and you you can't and i know it's silly but I guess, you know, as a woman, you know, you don't want to have too many scars. Well, to this day, I still have some scars on my body. And it just reminds me that I had a great childhood. Moving on to primary school, I remember like my school didn't have enough resources to accommodate all of, all of the different grades. So what I did is that they only had one room for the last two classes of primary school. And I was in what's called CM1. So, so basically one part of the class was, uh, let's say, CM1. And then the other part was CM2. So these two were like the last two classes of primary school. In CM1, there were older guys and older girls that were not studying hard. So they were getting bad grades. And my teacher, she wanted to crush their spirit a little bit. So she chose three students to move to the final year of primary school. And I was lucky that she chose me. So thanks to her, I was able to finish primary school one year early. Now, I think it was really great, but it did come with some unexpected challenges when I moved to middle school. When I went to middle school, some people would pick on me for no reason, like because they, I was really like skinny and short and I didn't talk much. Now I do, but back to that time, I was so shy. But thankfully, I wasn't hurt in any way. Usually it was just like pushing me here and there, but that was pretty much it. 
I still remember my big and long skirt. You guys, my skirt was so long that every time I was trying to sweep the floor of our classroom, it would actually like uh, sweep the floor at the same time. Oh my God, my parents did me so wrong. I still remember during that time, I was trying to build friendship, but it was really hard because for the majority of my classes before college, I used to be among the youngest in the class and it was so hard for me to make friends to the point that I remember I tolerated things that I would not have today. So there was this incident where there was a girl I thought was my friend, but I think she was not my friend. So me and her were taking the same class, but at different times, and mine happened to be before hers. So what she did was she waited after my quiz, and then she'll come to my class and ask for the question. And every time I, I say, oh, we didn't have any quiz today, she knew I was lying, right? So she would, so she would call me all type of names. She would say that I was mean. And me, it really hurt me because I was trying to build a friendship with her and I thought we were friends. And so to avoid her calling me names, all of that, sometimes I would give her the question even though I thought it was unfair because technically she shouldn't have the question, but I would still give her the question just to preserve her as a friend. I mean, I was young and I didn't know better. Also, my mom used to tell me this. She was like, Miriam, when you go to school and you see the big girls talking about their stuff, don't go listen. I think my mom just assumed that those girls would talk about guys. So since I was really young, she didn't want me to go listen to what they had to say. Mind you that when I started middle school, I was nine to 10 years old. So I think probably my mom thought she was doing what was best for me. But looking back to it, I'm not so sure. Because by telling me not to talk with the girls that were older than me, it kind of like forced me to stay in my own corner so I don't think it helped me that much however listen guys I wasn't the smartest kid in the class but I wasn't stupid you know I know some I knew some I knew like math or physics so sometimes I was able to help people with their homework so I felt like by doing that I was able to also make friends so overall I would say my experience in middle school it wasn't that bad but it, it did get better when I went to high school so for those who don't know, in my country, during the last year of middle school, you take more national exam. And that exam is going to determine whether you go to high school or not. But before taking the exam, you, you have to choose what path you want to go into. So there are two different systems in my country. There's uh, the general one where you can either choose literature path or scientific path. And then there's also the technical system where you can choose uh, like accounting. There are, there are more options there that I don't really remember. But basically for me, I chose the scientific path. So I passed my exam and I was able to go to high school. In high school, things were different because guess what? I grew taller, guys. I wasn't short anymore. So people couldn't play with me anymore. Obviously, some people could because, you know, I was still young. But now I was taller and I was taller than some people in the class. But I still had in mind what my mom told me about, you know, not listening to, to other people's conversation. But I would say overall, it was, I really had a good time in high school. Guys, when I was in high school, I was not paying attention in class during my English courses. 
And the reason is that during my last year of high school, my math had coefficient five, physics coefficient five, and English coefficient one. I did have other courses, but if you look at just the information I gave you, you can easily see that English didn't have much impact on my overall trimester average. And the crazy thing is that my aunt, she used to be my English professor for my last year of high school. But during her course, I was never paying attention in class. I was always studying something on the side, whether it was doing homework, but you know, that's what I did. By the way, auntie, if you do listen to this, I'm, I'm really sorry. I, I am, really. <laughs> As you guys know, during the high school years, that's the time when we start to think about what job you want to do. And I know for me, I honestly didn't know. I really didn't know. It was until I got sick. So I got sick and then I had the surgery. So my surgeon, she was a beautiful woman. Uh, she, she was also young. I honestly liked the way she cared for me. Everything went well. She was so reassuring. And I, I think seeing her doing all of that, it, makes, it made me want to become a doctor actually a surgeon and also I knew that they make a lot of money so I was like that could be a good career path for me well down the line I realized that I was so scared of blood so I could now become a surgeon later on I graduated from high school and I moved to Grandpa Sam so Grandpa Sam it is a resort town near the city of Abidjan I just realized that I didn't tell you about Abidjan. It's a main capital city in Africa, and that's where I used to live when I was uh, in Africa. So I moved to bus to Grimbasam to start my college journey. I went to the International University of Grimbasam. Uh, it's a decent school, and one thing that my parents love about it was that it was allowing us to take some courses in Africa and being able to transfer to a school in the United States when we wanted to do so. Since the school was so expensive, my parents couldn't pay for me to live on campus. So the only option I had was to go live with an uncle. So I, I lived with my uncle and aunt for 2.5 years. As you can imagine, leaving your, your place to go live with other people, it comes with a lot of difficulties because you have to adjust to a new family structure and again, you have to live with, that, with people that you have never lived before. So definitely it's hard, but I do feel like it also makes you become stronger. It helps you learn and grow. Every time you leave your comfort zone, it's an opportunity for you to grow. So during that time there, I was able to grow. I learned to adapt to new situation. And I think that this experience has really helped me grow as a person. So if you guys can recall, I told you that I didn't pay attention in class during my English course. Now I went to a school where all the courses were taught in English. So obviously I had to learn English. So my first semester was mostly uh, me taking courses to learn English. Actually, it worked because after one semester of English, I was able to take all my courses in English and I understood those. Eventually, I got good grades too. And it's funny, but it's only when you move out of your parents' place, that's when you realize how much you love them. Because like, there's so many things that you do at your parents' home that you cannot do at someone, at someone else's home. And it makes sense, right? I'm really thankful to this amazing family because thanks to them, I was able to live there rent-free for 2.5 years. When it came the time to apply for university, 
I I wanted to go to any school in the US. You guys need to understand that. When you are in Africa, honestly, all you care is to make it to the US. <laughs> you don't really care about whether it's a fancy school, whether the school is like high rank. All I care was a school who had a good business accreditation. And I remember there was this school, it's called the, the University of Central Arkansas. That's why I wanted to go because when I look at the tuition, it was affordable comparing to school like Georgia. I was about to apply for the school until my advisor told me to wait one additional semester because you look at my TOEFL score, my GPA, then he, then he told me that Georgia State had this out-of-state tuition waiver that they were giving to five students from, from my school. And I remember my advisor told me since I didn't have enough credit to transfer to GSU, which was part of the, of the requirement, I was supposed to wait for an additional semester. So I look at the tuition from Georgia State after accounting for the waiver and I compared that with the tuition from the other school. I realized that I was about to pay the same thing if I had gone to GSU. So I chose GSU. So I applied for GSU and I got accepted and I was ready to go to the US. <laughs> Well, this is what it was for me growing up in Africa's. I hope you learned something from my story, but if you haven't learned anything, just remember that every time you leave your comfort zone, you are opening yourself to grow. And it was really fun for me to relate all of this. But for now, I have to leave you guys and uh, I will see you next week. Until then, take off yourself and stay motivated. Bye guys.